what we're not talking about with host Amy D. This is a friendly reminder that this show features heavy, hard, and sometimes bone-chilling conversations that are not meant for younger ears. In addition, swearing is present, and although attempted to be reduced to a minimum, it won't be edited in order to keep the integrity of the conversation. Thank you for listening. As we go into 2021, everyone is setting New Year's resolutions and deciding on what habits they want to create or break. And I have been down that road many times, many, many times. And honestly, it's never, ever worked for me. I always end up breaking it within a week's time, if not shorter. And even last year, I had a long list of resolutions that I wanted to stick to. This year, I'm saying fuck it. No resolutions for me. However, I do like the idea of a new year, a new start, because we need it this year. Definitely need it this year. So instead of focusing on resolutions this year, I'm going to be focusing on three themes that I want to continue with throughout the year. Here they are. Number one, consistency. I'm really, 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 really not great at this. It's honestly surprising that I've been able to be so consistent with this podcast. And I think so much to my editor that she is there to support me and my other team members who's are there to support me when my energy levels go down or I'm just having a really hard day or week or month. And I have a support system that really helps me stay consistent in a lot of areas of my business, although I can't get them to do everything. So I'm really focusing on being consistent. Now, number two is very closely related to number one, and that is self-acceptance. Now, as women, we don't work on the same circadian rhythm as men. We have hormones that are way different than a men, and we have our monthly flow or our period, if you want to be more direct. And our energy levels change with the way that our hormones spike and simmer down and we bleed and all that fun stuff. So being kind to myself and understanding that we work a little differently as women than men do is really important. That being said, if you're a man or if you identify as non-binary, that doesn't mean that you don't need to be self-accepting. I mean, like, duh. But there's other ways that you can frame it to help you be kinder to yourself. Now, another thing that happens with someone who suffers or experiences long-term mental illness like myself is that we live in a world of abled bodiness. Now, both physically and mentally, ableism is a thing. And for me, because my mental illness isn't visible, and because I've also worked really, really, really hard on making it bearable for me, as well as managed in a way that allows me to show up like I've never been able to, when I do have the bad days, I tend to default into some really bad self-hatred talk. And I know we've all been there. I know we all hate it. But what I do to remind myself to be self-accepting and self-understanding is that 
my favorite mantra. I think I've mentioned it before, and that's everything is impermanent. Because we get wrapped up into this idea that we are going to achieve a destination when it comes to, well, so many things, but especially our mental health, that we're going to be one day calm, cool, and collected, and that's going to last forever. It's a pipe dream, (laughs) to put it simply. And it's something that I don't anymore aspire to. It's unrealistic, and it's setting myself up for failure. And it's going to set yourself up for failure if that's something that you decide to focus on in your life. This is really relevant when it comes to other areas such as business goals or relationship goals. We get this idea that if we finally get that boyfriend or that we finally quit our job, we're going to be peachy keen jelly bean. And that's just not the case. So practicing self-acceptance is so important, but it's not easy. We live in a society that thrives on our self-hatred. So many industries basically encourage you to be hard on yourselves. Even the self-help development industry can be quite toxic, especially for people that are neurotypical and physically fine, psychologically fine, which in fairness, there's maybe like four people in the entire world that fit into that category. But the reality is, is that a lot of the industries that we put our money into and that we are subjected to on a regular basis want us to be unhappy. For me, that's a huge driving force to not allow that to happen. I don't want a marketing scheme to be able to shape my life. I don't want culture and society to tell me that I shouldn't love myself because I can't be productive. It's absolutely insane. Does that mean that I don't allow it to happen? No, it happens very often. In fact, today I spent two hours coming down an anxiety attack that I had. What was the cause? I don't know. To be honest, I don't really know. But what I did do is I accept it in that moment that I wasn't where I wanted to be. And this leads me into my final thing that I am focusing on. And this, again, is interconnected with all of them. And I'm going to give two terms, but they really go hand in hand. So that is confrontation slash communication. Now, I have spent most of my life running. I am a perpetual experiencer of anxiety from a very young age, and I imagine a lot of people listening to this feel very similar to me in this last year. Anxiety has been at an all-time high for obvious reasons, and a lot of our maladaptive practices really encourage us most of the time subconsciously to run away from our problems. Now, it might not be a physical running. It might be a psychological running. For instance, we turn to drugs or meaningless sex or depersonalization or this dreaded Instagram scroll. Instead of confronting or communicating with the person or the situation, or even ourselves, that is the perhaps basis or foundation for a lot of the anxiety we're experiencing. And because we are conditioned to run away from our anxiety and our hurt and our pain or to ignore it, we create this persistent feeling of disconnection within ourselves. And we also create persistent 
maladaptive, or unhealthy coping mechanisms to deal with it. A lot of the time, our mind creates a result that is 400 million times worse than what actually happens. So today, I'll lead you through an example. I woke up with really intense anxiety, and it, I believe, may have something to do with the fact that I'm going to interview a former chief of policemen. Now, this episode is going to come out later this year, but I'm going to share something with you right now. I have a very complicated relationship with authority figures, especially male authority figures. I cannot even get into the nitty gritty of this, but because he is also a cop or was a cop and because of everything that is happening, every single element of energy in my body was like, cancel the appointment. Don't do this. Say you're sick. Do it at a later date. Blah, 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 blah. And let me tell you, I was so close to doing this five or six times. But what I challenged myself was to do was to sit with the anxiety. I knew that it was something that wasn't going to actually cause threat to my actual life and that it was something that my ego was dealing with. It's not my self. It's not who I believe and know to be Amy. It was something else a protective mechanism, something within me that said, hey, you're being threatened and it's better to run away right now than to deal with your situation. But what that is doing is that is creating a extended period of anxiety because I wasn't going to cancel the interview. I was simply going to say, let's reschedule. And yes, I could put it out of my mind for a week or two, but that next time that it was going to show up on my schedule, assuming he rebooked, the exact same thing was going to happen. But most likely, the fears and anxiety was going to get bigger and bigger and stronger. And it was going to be harder to push through that. Now, this takes a level of self-awareness because there are certain things that are a threat to your life. And a lot of anxiety is valid. Actually, no. All anxiety is valid. However, anxiety is a mechanism that helps us keep in a survival mode. This was not something I needed to do to survive. This was something that I needed to do to thrive, to create a brand, to help me execute my podcast, stay consistent, which was my first word, and show up in a way that felt good to who I am and the identity and personality that I want to be. Now, it's complicated. Life is complicated. Anxiety is complicated. And the new year, it's going to be complicated. I think it's really nice that a lot of us think that 2021 is just going to like sweep away everything that happened in 2020. And for the individuals that are able to be honest with themselves, that's not the case. Let's stop running away. Let's start confronting or communicating with ourselves and our loved ones and our families and our community members and whoever we need to communicate with to help us overcome and to shift from a place of survival into thrive. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have an amazing new year. I know that I am going to do my best. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing. I have no idea what the landscape of where I live is going to look like in a month's time as I'm recording this at the end of November. But all I know is that I'm committed to being consistent, to showing self-love and self-understanding, and to communicating and confronting a lot of my demons and anxiety and behaviors that I no longer wish to be a part of me. Happy New Year's, happy holidays. And as always, if you need to chat, you can reach me at amy at the Hit me up on Instagram. My username is amy.damone. And I hope each and every single person listening to this is going to have one hell of an amazing new year. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of What We're Not Talking About. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe and shared this episode with anyone you think needs to hear it. As valued listeners, I also wanted to remind you that if you're ever looking for a specific topic to be covered, please get in touch with me on Instagram. My username is amy.damone, or you can simply click the link in this podcast description. I can't wait to hear from you.